0: Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Sunday, May 29th. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am here to go over an awesome four-game NBA playoff slate for this Sunday, which is today. And we're ready to get after it, and it's going to be another full day of NBA action. Uh, We've got that first game at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 o'clock here in Dallas, so it's going to be an early NBA start, so I'm trying to get this podcast out a little bit earlier than normal, and also going to try to keep it a little bit more brief if I can. Still going to hit on all the important stuff, and uh, just give everybody a chance to try to catch it uh, prior to the start of the games uh, at 1 p.m. Eastern. So appreciate you tuning in. Thank you to our listeners and our members uh, that check us out every day. Uh, really appreciate. Uh, your loyalty and all the, the positive comments, uh, all that stuff we don't mention very often, uh, but it's all greatly appreciated. So uh, again, thank you for that. And uh, we want to dive right into this slate, get after it and uh, get some more winners. We had a, a, a solid day today, uh, lots of caches. Uh, big shout out to uh, our members, core members that jumped on our weekly a call that we had this morning. Uh, we do that every uh, every week at uh, new uh, 11, 11 a.m. Actually, and uh, great conversation. I mean, it, we always uh, really uncover a lot of uh, important details and things that that we can all use and and grow and learn and get better. So we'd love to have you join us um, and and jump in that meeting with us every week. It's it's good stuff. But we had some solid winners today. Uh, Really uh, proud of my after-hours two-game slate. Uh, I've been trying to bust 300 on a two-gamer for a, a bit here, and 302.5 was, was the number today, uh, this evening, with those two games. So that uh, got a lot of our folks in the money. And uh, also big shout-out to uh, Josh Crash Davis, who's been on fire with baseball. Another bunch of winners today with uh, multiple lineups, and also Tyler jumped in there and did a good job. And then uh, we had a surprise Andrew Hansen sighting on a Saturday, and uh, he jumped in there with the late showdown slate and smashed that in that uh, late Utah-Memphis game. So nice job, great teamwork from our whole Coach Talk uh, staff, and uh, it was a fun day. So we're looking to follow it up with even a bigger day, I think I called today stupendous, sensational, uh, stack it up Sunday, something like that. I try to come up with something really uh, bizarre that catches people's attention. (laughs) People probably look at it each day out of our members and say, What is he talking about? But hey, you know what? You got to have fun with stuff. That's all I could say. But all right, let's no further ado. We got a short clock today, so we're getting after it so we don't run out of time. First game, 1 p.m. Eastern. It is, by the way, all four of these games are 2-1, so how intense is that for four games? There's no sweeps with any of these groups, Um, but it's Atlanta who's leading the series 2-1, hosting the New York Knicks, and that is the one o'clock game. Uh, As far as Knicks and Hawks, we don't have anybody on the major injury list uh, we should have similar rotations <clears throat> to what we've had in these first games. And so let's talk about that a little bit. Um, you know, the we know that uh, the Knicks defense is solid as is, is all get out. And I, I'm going to call up here real quickly the latest lines, because I'm doing this uh, earlier than normal. So all the lines were not up a minute ago. But we need to look at those because uh let's see if there's much of a discrepancy there again with all these teams uh being 2-1 and games being closer in these series uh i expect that we'll have uh somewhat uh similar type of of numbers okay we got we've got uh all four of them up how's that um it looks as right now uh and this is betus.com.pa our presenting sponsor Atlanta Hawks are favored by four and a half, and it's a 209 total. So let's let's talk about this real quickly. We've got 209 in this game, 209 in the Phoenix Lakers game, 209 and a half. I'm sorry, and then we have a monster jump: the Brooklyn Boston game, 229. So we're talking about a 20 point difference here, which is the biggest we've had in shift of totals uh, so far in the playoffs. And then the late game of the Clippers Mavs is 220 and a half, which again, uh definitely going to be a lot of stacking in those two late games. I mean it worked for a lot of people today and you know it may be very similar tomorrow. But let's let's talk about these these two early games uh first and again we've got um We've got the New York Knicks and Atlanta, and we know that uh, Julius Randle's been in a hellacious slump, um, shooting in the teens as a percentage uh, in this, you know, in this series so far, and they're only down two-one, which isn't bad. He was two for four, fifteen the last game, so you know, I don't know how you pay up for him here. I, I really don't. His price is still high. And I get you know, I get the fact that he's going to bust out of it at some point. But I just I'm not going to risk that early buy up in a low total game. I just think, you know, if you want to take a shot with it in a GPP with getting Randall in there and hope he has his bust out, you know, 65 point fantasy game, it could happen. But as far as cash games and again, you know, I'm focusing on that hybrid build that I can play in all my cash games and I can play, uh, in the single entry GPPs. So Randall's not going to make the cut there. And, you know, we look at the guy that I've been on here and it's hard not to be, and he's probably going to be pretty highly owned again. And that's Derek Rose. He played 44 minutes, two games ago, 39 minutes this game. So I'm a little concerned. He did get 21 shots up again finished with 30 real points, and, uh, you know, just is leading the Knicks right now. He is definitely their best player on the floor in this series. Now, I'm probably not going to go there, and and I'll explain why. He's a veteran player that's playing his tail off, and he has not played a string of games with these kind of minutes played in years, literally. And I just I think these there's got to be some regression here. I I really do. Not only uh, you know is mm. the defense by the Hawks going to be a little bit more cognizant of where he is and what he's doing because he's hurt them in this series. You know that's one additional thing. And then just the fact that you know when you start getting a little tired legs and you're on in your career like he is, sh- shots start coming up short. And I just think it's a it's a nice play, nice leverage play to get away from him, fade him, where he's going to be extremely highly owned. And as far as the ceiling goes, I, I don't know if he can produce much better than he has the last two games. I don't I really don't. So uh, you know, he's made value, smash been great. Um, but I, I can see maybe four or five X and just getting getting it done that way. But not to where I think we can't spend that money elsewhere. Uh, so that's that's my first uh, edge of the day. I think uh, for our listeners and our members uh, is is you know try to look possibly elsewhere uh, for him. Uh, other than that, you know Reggie Bullock, another huge amount of minutes, 39 minutes. Um, he is cheap, but again, you know I if, if you listen to the podcast podcast yesterday my main preaching was i'm not going to pay up pay up pay up and then have to take you know garbage guys at the bottom that aren't getting it done because we know that all of the rotations are much shorter uh the bench minutes are very minimal and it's very hard to to hit uh you know those those guys coming off the bench that are going to really contribute so you know Bullock is a bit of an exception to that because of the starting and he's getting the big minutes. He only took eight shots last game, but you know he he gets some steals and some rebounds. I think you know as a possible value, I, you can you can uh, talk about Bullock here as a possibility, uh, as well as Alec Burks. Uh, I was surprised he only got 22 minutes and 48 seconds the last game. Uh, I think they need his, uh, closing skills and his shooting skills. So he's still in play for me. Um, you know, those are the only two guys right now from value standpoint that I'm looking for, uh, from the Knicks. Again, I, I don't want the Gibson Noel split, uh, which they basically, you know, split the game fairly down the middle. Um, and then Barrett is just a little too expensive for me and his minutes, get cut into uh, with a little more play for guys off the bench like Quickly and then certainly Burks. So going to be a very thin uh, one-off for me here with the Knicks of either probably Bullock uh, or Burks. All right, as far as the Atlanta side, you know, a little interesting here as well. Again, this totals low, but we know that uh, Trey Young has is, is been playing a little bit higher level. I think that Channing in New York in, the, in game one uh, really got under his skin and, and motivated him. And he's, he's playing some really good ball. Um, again, his price is pretty outrageous, though. He did get 19 shots up the last game in 37 minutes. Um, I understand the play. It's, it's a possibility. Uh, you know, if, if you want to go there. But uh, not going to be my first uh, first stop. I think the Knicks' defense, uh, they know they have to tighten up. They know they need this game down 2-1. And, uh, you know, so probably going to fade, fade him. Uh, Bogdanovich, uh, you know, he had a decent game the last time. His price is to the point now where it's pretty difficult for him to smash. Um, he did play 39 minutes, so he's getting the opportunity. But he only got 12 shots up. Uh, Had some decent ancillary uh, stats, but the commitment to his salary is a little bit difficult in a game with a two and nine and a half total. So outside chance, but not looking like I'm going to go that direction. Um, Capella, too expensive, only eight shots, uh, decent minutes. John Collins can't trust either. You know, the guy that I'm going to continue to focus on and is DeAndre Hunter. His price is still great. He's all the way up to 35 minutes. He, he gets steals. He gets some rebounds. He only got 11 shots up, but that's, you know, he's only been back a couple of games. I think at his price, uh, you know, he's he's really a, a nice possibility here. Uh, bench guys, you know, Herter only got 19, Gallo 23, but, you know, he's hit or miss if he's not hitting his threes. So Uh, Not much coverage for me in this first game, Uh, probably a hunter on this side, and then one of the value guys for the Knicks, but just don't see the right formula here with some of these big uh, guns coming up later to really expend a lot of your salary in in this first game. All right, we're going on to game two, and uh, this game will be played uh, at 3.30 Eastern, we, the Lakers have a 2-1 lead uh, it's in LA huge game for Phoenix obviously don't want to go down three1 um, and this this one should be a real really competitive game. Um, last time out as far as uh, Phoenix well we the big news here we got to discuss first Chris Paul is questionable that shoulders obviously bothering him a lot um, it's not like some of these other, uh, probable and questionable things that are a bunch of baloney. But I think Paul's a serious situation here. Uh, questionable, uh, I'm not going to touch him with a 10-foot pole. But what I am going to do is watch that news closely. Because if he's out, which I think he's going to try to play, but if he is limited or they're, they're going to just play him, you know, in 25 minutes or something, you know, it it does... Uh, make Cameron Payne a much stronger play, and it also makes Devin Booker a stronger play. So we need to follow that news uh, prior uh, to the game. You can certainly you know, join us at DFS Coach Talk by going to dfscoachtalk.com, jump in our Discord. We'll be chattering about that all morning uh, up until game time to see exactly what the inside info is uh, on, on that uh, particular situation. It is important and it is the key uh, to this game. As far as uh, any other sons, they should be good. Uh, the one concern with the Lakers is KCP. He did get hurt and it was, you know, a uh, pretty s- serious injury to the point where, you know, he really had to go to the locker room and get checked out. And I'm not sure he plays. If he does, he may be limited. So that's another guy that we're going to. Uh, you know, really steer from it could create some extra minutes uh, for a few of the other guys, maybe a Kuzma gets a few more minutes or a Caruso. Um, So we need to see what that news is going to be as well. Cause he's been getting high twenties to 30 minutes uh, a game and that if he's going to be out, it's going to have to be uh, taken up by some of these bench guys more than likely. And um so those two pieces of news will help develop some of the late here for sure. Uh, let's just consider both of them in for right now for this discussion. A um, couple of guys you can look at. Real disappointing game from Mikhail Bridges last time out. Only took five shots. Didn't get many ancillary uh, stats either uh, for 34 minutes. Um, not probably going to go back to that well Again. Jay Crowder definitely, you know, did not produce uh, as he did in the first two games of the series, only two for nine, but he did get 31 minutes. DeAndre Ayton has continued to be terrific. I have to say, you know, I am not an Ayton guy at all. I'd never roster him. I don't trust him, but he's having a tremendous series. He played 41 minutes and 11 seconds in this last game, 11 for 15 from the field 11 rebounds and, uh, a couple of blocks. So I'll tell you, I think he's going to get a lot of ownership at center. i am just, I'm not going to go there though. I, I, I know as soon as I do, he's going to have a regression game. I, I really don't trust him. And, and, and the, and the Lakers front line is terrific defensively. So not sure why Eaton is, has been smashing so much. Um, but, I'm probably not going to go there. And I think he'll be highly owned as well uh, that, you know, guy that I'm interested in again is Devin Booker. Um, you know, only six for 19. He hurt me a lot this last time out, but 41 minutes, you know, we don't know Paul's status and Booker's going to have to really carry the show. You know, only one, three made in that game. Uh, and, You know, the other thing is KCP is a good defender and he plays him a lot. And if he's out or hurt, uh, that also opens things up for Booker. So he's he's on my short list. Uh, He's actually my favorite son in this game. Uh, And then again, you know, you have to consider campaign. This last game where Paul played 27 minutes, Cameron Payne also played 27 minutes. So he played alongside Booker whenever Paul sat. And then he got a little extra run and finished towards the end of the game. And, you know, his price still remains good. And he's getting up a lot of shots, double-digit shots in every game. Uh, And, you know, he had six assists. He's been terrific. He's probably going to garner a little bit more ownership. But I think it's deserved. So let's follow that Paul news. For now, I'm looking at book and possibly campaign. Uh, No one else on the bench even worth really a a discussion in this one from the Lakers side, of course, you know, this should be an interesting game. I mean, they really want this one. It's at home. You know, you've got the option of LeBron. He did get 38 minutes almost just under and AD got 40. Uh, They took uh, 41 shots between them. They were 20 for 41. I mean, that's, that's pretty stout, man. Those, those guys, are both playable commodities. You know, I don't believe you can afford both, but, uh, you know, I think you have to consider one or the other. Uh, they, they're definitely uh, going to go after this one hard, and they, they want to go up 3-1 uh, before they have to go back to Phoenix. So, you know, definitely a consideration. Uh, I would actually, in this game, lean a little bit more to LeBron than AD. Um but just slightly, and uh, going to keep an eye on the news for this one as well. Drummond, 20 minutes. You know, lots of splits of guys. You know, Caruso, 20. Matthews, 18. Gasol, 17. The amazing thing is, Mantras, Harold has not gotten in, which is really bizarre to me. But it is what it is. So those bench guys. You know, I'm not going to go there unless Pope is ruled out. At that point, if he's ruled out, then you know, we can start looking at a few guys here. Kuzman's just been awful. I mean, two for 12 this last game. I I, I don't have the courage to to roster him. And and there's no way well, Wesley Matthews or Ben Macklemore, I'm just not doing it. Um, so really, for me, Schroeder, again, you know, he's been getting uh, higher and higher salary-wise, which, you know, he's been good, really good. 33 minutes, though. You know, he can lay eggs, too. So not as crazy about him in this game. Uh, It's really more than likely going to be a buy-up for either LeBron or AD right now leaning to LeBron, and that's probably it. Uh, Again, you know, one-off from pretty much these early games uh, is the most I'm going to go. I think you really have to focus more on the late two games. A lot more DFS points available there. But I I don't think you have to just flat-out fade these two early games. There are some diamonds in the rough here uh, in in both of them. So uh, hopefully we're going to pluck those out and get those done. All right. Real quickly, before we go to Game 3, and I'll keep this brief today, we'd love to have you as a member at uh, Coach Talk. We have a phenomenal community. You can sign up uh, at dfscoachtalk.com. There is as little as a three-day membership for $10, which we have a lot of people uh, try us out with that. And then they extend to to, uh, longer memberships, and you're certainly welcome to do that. That is an option on there. We also have an NBA playoff Special Package, which is a two-month membership for $111. It is greatly reduced to our regular rates. And uh, you don't just get the NBA playoffs. You get everything that we offer. Uh, All of the NBA contests, uh, lineups, all of the uh, content, like I said, and um, podcast, etc. And then on top of that, you get baseball, which we've been red hot with in that side of the the, uh, coach talk world. And our golf, which has been extremely uh, competitive here. Uh, I've got a bet on Jordan Spieth, even though he was chalky to win it. And I'm hoping he can pull it out. But uh, anyway, so we'd love to have you. Either either of those memberships, check us out, jump in. And, uh, you know, you can look right on our website to get all of that information. If you have any questions, you can always tweet us. We're all uh, at DFS Coach Talk, our whole team. Um, you can reach Andrew at Language Olympic. And I am at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. If you're watching this on YouTube, this is my one big ask every podcast. We're getting close to a major goal that we had set for ourselves for s- subscribers on YouTube. So take a second, hit the thumbs up, hit the subscribe button, and click the little alert button up in the uh, corner so you know when any of our podcasts post. If you're listening to this on audio, where everywhere podcasts can be heard, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Pod, Bean iHeart, we're uh, we're everywhere. And uh, take a second if you can on any of those outlets, hit the five stars, a quick couple of words uh, you know, about our pod or what you think about it. Uh, we really appreciate that. And, and our man Joe Stanton goes through that once a month and we, we pull uh, a random winner from anybody that has given us the five stars and comment for a free week membership. So we would love that as well. All right. Game three. We're going to we're motoring today. No messing around. Uh, it's 2-1 Brooklyn. Boston pulled themselves out of the, the ashes. Everybody counted them out and dead. And Mr. Tatum with his 50 burger, real 50 burger again, uh, pulled out that game. They've got another home game against Brooklyn. And uh, you know what? I don't think I I, I said the spread on the Phoenix Lakers game if I'm not mistaken. So let me go back and mention that. The Lakers are six and a half point favorites. Like I mentioned the 209 and a half, but uh, that is something else uh, to notice, six and a half there. But the biggest spread is this game, Brooklyn seven, barely, but Brooklyn is a seven point road favorite. So that's substantial, but we do have the biggest total. So we got to look at this game closely uh, definitely have to have some exposure here. There's no question about it. It's an over/under of 229, and <clears throat> a couple of in, you know pieces of information um, in this game. Kemba Walker is listed as questionable, and Robert Williams is doubtful. So more than likely, you know most of those center minutes will go to Tristan Thompson, and and then center by committee. So it does bring Thompson into play. For me a bit with Robert Williams completely out. I'm not thrilled about it and I'm not positive I'm gonna go there but it's sensible he'll probably be a little chalkier than normal for sure for Thompson uh, with uh, Williams more than likely ruled out. Um, if I think Kemba's gonna play, I'd be very surprised if he didn't. I mean they need this game desperately uh, you know they they can't go down three one and then go back to Brooklyn so, I think Kemba plays, but, you know, the bottom line is uh, it's been incredible what, what Tatum has been doing. And, you know, you don't have to overthink it. It was like when Westbrook was on that stretch of games where he was just 30, 40 real points, triple doubles, you know, seven, eight games in a row. I mean, I feel the same way about Tatum. Brooklyn has not proven that they can guard him. They've tried different people on him. Uh, Durant's done okay but Brown and different people they try to put on on him just can't stop him at all and uh, I I just don't see why you have to overthink it I mean Tatum I'm going to plug him in as one of my you know pay up guys he's getting usage that's off the charts uh, shot attempts off the charts and it's you know it's it's hard to pass on him uh, because even if he regresses which you know I'm I understand the fact that you know it's it's pretty hard to continue at that type of a pace and not regress a little bit. But even a regression game for him is going to be uh, tremendous. I think you're going to have you know a situation where uh, it, it, you just can't be without him. Uh, just the the usage and everything else that's included. So he's my he's my target for sure for Boston. Certainly going to be chalk, but that's fine. You know, this is one of those where you have to eat the chalk. You can't chase, try to chase those points. And then, you know, for me, the million dollar question comes the other payup up spot. Uh, I, wanted, I want one of the Brooklyn guys. Um, they're all phenomenal. Uh, Kyrie is cheaper than the other two, but, you know, uh, not quite the ceiling of a Duran or Harden. I mean, I think that's the most important decision that I still have to make. I'm going to have Durant or Harden uh, in correlation with Tatum. I just think it's the smart way to go for cash games, single entries. It's just that exposure of you know maybe a Durant or a Harden. I I really am split down the middle with Tatum. You have that those pay up guys in the in the you know the game that should have. Probably the highest total, and uh, I just think it's a necessity. Now, as far as the secondary guys for both teams, um, I, I'm just not real comfortable with anybody. I, I don't want to, you know, draw straws here and try to, you know, get a guy to, uh, you know, outperform where he's at. You know, Kemba, if he plays, I'm sure he's not going to get 40 minutes. Uh, you know, he's uh, he's questionable because. You know, he really can't get the extended minutes. So at his price, I just don't think that's a great play. A lot of people will go Marcus Smart and deservedly so. He plays his ass off every game, but his price is now a little tough to swallow. And so that makes it difficult. You know, you can look at this game and say, can't, will it blow out? That was a lot of people faded this game last go around because, you know, it looked like Brooklyn was just gonna sweep the Celtics and it was over uh, but the but Boston showed some life you know can they do that again in this game I don't know I'm not completely convinced of that uh, so I'm not stacking this game I do think though if it blows out in the second half uh, which I think Brooklyn's gonna win this game by double digits I really do uh, but sorry Andrew I hate to, to say that I know he's a big Celts guy but I think that if they do, it's going to be Harden or Durant smashing it, you know, or both of them to get them to that point. And I don't think they pull a plug on Tatum. Uh, you know, I think they let him keep going, even if it's a pretty big number, because they have they have zero chance. It's like giving up the game completely if they pull them out, and you know they don't want to go down three one. So I think playing the, the the two studs in this game are are safer. But if you go to the secondary guys, those are the guys that will get squeezed. If it does get to a higher number of a of blowout type status, you'll start seeing some of the, you know, the other bench guys get in there, the Tyler Johnsons and all that. So I'm not even going to chase after a, a, a smart or, or even an Irving in this situation. I think that this last game has enough uh, to fill in the rest of it. So, as you can see, you know, for me, strategy-wise, those first two games, a couple of one-offs being very particular, uh, having some good salary exposure and some guys that can get some big numbers in this game. And then let's pivot to this last game. Obviously, Dirk and everybody here, we're going to be watching, rooting for the Mavericks. Um, but, you know, what's going to happen in this game? Luke is listed as questionable. And I think that's a bunch of you know what, Uh, horse manure, let's say it that way. He's going to play. He's got a sore neck. I got a sore neck, dude. Get out there and play. I mean, come on. This is ridiculous. I mean, it's 2-1. There's no way the Mavs can afford to lose two at a home. If they lose this game tomorrow, it's going to be very, very tough to try to win this series, not after going up 2-0. So this game is immensely important. Luke is going to play. Uh, and I don't think he's going to have any restrictions. And if you're if you don't watch the Mavericks a whole lot, I mean, obviously, as you know, I'm a big Mavs fan. We watch pretty much every minute of every Mavs game. Luca has a bit, and I don't mean this in a negative way for any soccer people out there. I love you know, I respect those guys tremendously, but we've all seen the European soccer games where the guy gets nicked by an elbow and he goes down and it's like his leg needs to be amputated and he's got a concussion that he's never going to recover from, you know, and luca has got that in him a little bit. He's always grabbing something or shaking something. And so I'm not worried about it. So if you're on Luca, if you want to play Luca, um, I wouldn't worry about the injury status at all. So of of course, in this game, he's got to be you know, one of the top options. Uh, I, I am a little concerned, though, as as our members know, I was posting a lot in Discord. That, you know, what happened f- through the first two games and the first quarter of this last game when the, the Mavericks were up 30 to 11, for some reason, Tyrone Liu was playing uh, man on him and they had Zubots in there. And all the Mavs did, very simply, I mean, it, it's like basketball 101, Whoever Zubots man was, uh, was guarding, he went instead of pick for Luka. They'd switch and it was one on one Luka on Zubots and he went ballistic uh, for two games and a quarter. <clears throat> they did adjust that. It played Zubots off the floor for a good portion of it, brought Batum in at center, and that created a little bit more difficulty for Luka. Not that he wasn't just absolutely smashing, but. It wasn't the easy, uncont- you know, uncontested buckets to the hoop or th- step back threes, you know, with but with George guarding him a little qui, and then that switch coming uh, where they had uh, a, a Batum or whomever it was switching on him. At least uh, it slowed him down a little bit. So I am a little concerned, not with the injuries piece of it, but the defensive side for the Clippers that. You know we could get just a little bit of of uh, uh, step back statistically from Luca. Not a lot, but enough that you know it's it's making me make a decision between you know a harden or a Luca here. So <clears throat> still looking at that, obviously,' don't want to lock anything in until we have all the final news prior to that game. And it's a night game. So you know you've got to pretty much, have a commitment and a plan. You know, if you're going to play Luca, if, if he, all of a sudden they say he's limited or something, which I seriously doubt, but if they do, you know, you've got to have a a pivot, whether it's Kawhi or whatever, you know, make sure that you set that up in advance or you're going to get stung. Um, As far as anybody else from the Dallas side, you know, big letdown for a, a lot of the guys this last game. And, If the Mavs don't have somebody step up to help Luca, they're they're not going to win this series. You know, we had Finney Smith, three for 10. Porzingis, three for 10 with three rebounds. The guy is 90 feet tall, and he got three rebounds. Anyway, Maxi Kleba's playing a little hurt, uh, five for nine. So he's at least hitting a couple threes. He had four threes. Hardaway, tough game, four for 14. That's the killer. Uh, We really need a hard way to step up. I think he's still in play. Uh, he is a street guy though. He'll, he'll have games where he goes 11 for 13 and then a four for 14 like this one. So you generally know early on if he's on or off. So there is some risk there, but he played over 40 minutes. So that is a really, uh, good piece of information. Um, after Luca, do you you know how do you trust anybody else on the Mavs? You know maybe Hardaway not going to spend the money for Porzingis. I'm hoping he steps up and has a game. Uh, he's certainly capable of that, but uh, we have yet to see it uh, in this series. So, you know more than likely it's going to be similar to the last time. It's either going to be Luca or or more than likely uh, a pass uh, unless I get that. Uh, that Tim Hardaway feel that, that he can get it done because he can uh, you know, he, he had six rebounds uh, you know, so he does contribute in other spots, but his, his point, you know, points are important uh, for him. A little scoring dependent. All right. On the Clippers side, you know, Kawhi Leonard has been absolutely completely out of his mind. And, you know, just the shooting 13 for 17, seven for seven from the line. I mean, just insane um hard to not buy up to him um 42 minutes they you know I, I just my my interest is you know i know they really want to win this game they want it to be 2-2 going back and they're back in the driver's seat if they go down 3-1 but there's a psychological piece and i know this is where i get into the coaching stuff and this is because i just coached a million years and i've seen people's psyche when they approach games And yes, this is important, but I just don't think it's the desperation game that this last one was where Kawhi had to step up. Uh, You know, can he shoot 80% from the field again? It's just hard to to, to believe. So as much as I think Kawhi is a phenomenal play and an extremely difficult fade, and he's going to be very highly owned but it can be a big differentiator. If he regresses a little bit, um, you know, remember he's got help and it's not like a Tatum where it all falls in his lap. He's got a, a superstar in Paul George, 11 for 18, you know, answering the critics playing 41 minutes. And then you had guys like Marcus Morris now, you know, th- three threes, he hit six shots. Reggie Jackson had a really good game. So That's, you know, as of right now, I'm probably going to fade Kawhi, and there's probably not anybody out there saying that, uh, because, you know, he's been just supernatural out there the way he's played. But I would rather go second flight a little bit with these Clippers. Uh, I really think Reggie Jackson, at his price, is very playable. Paul George is expensive, but not as expensive as Kawhi. You got to look at him a little bit. Uh, So, and Marcus Morris, I mean, he's not, he started to get in rhythm after a couple of terrible games. Uh, not a great play, but he did get 33 minutes. Um, you know, and if if you need to squeeze value, he's not the worst play. He would be the last guy in for me kind of thing. But, uh, you know, I look a little bit more towards uh, George and Jackson in this game. So, you know, again, I'm being realistic. I'd love to recommend every guy, you know, let's, let's all play, uh, all the superstars. How about, you know, we'll play, uh, Trey young and AD and LeBron and Durant, Harden and Irving and Luca. And, uh, (laughs) you get it. So I'm just trying to be real. Uh, so right now, you know, my payups, I'm looking for either Harden or Durant, I think Tatum's just a no-brainer, and, you know, making a decision if I try to go to a Luka or not, and then uh, filter in some more value, um, which is possible, um, you know, we're going to see how that plays out. We got to get some of the news on a few of these guys that are truly questionable, like Chris Paul, because Booker becomes that other entity that I'm looking at as a pivot possibly if I don't go Luca. Uh, so, you know, we've got some decisions to make, but it, hopefully that gives you at least, uh, you know, a, a temperature of, of what I think are the directions to go. And I think there's, you know, hopefully some of the pivots that I recommended in here and some of the fades are, are, are huge differentiators because, you know, a couple of the guys I, I mentioned are going to be 60% plus owned. And, uh, you know, if we're going to fade him and go with somebody that can outdo him, what in tremendous leverage uh, it gives you in some of these contests. So, hopefully, that gives you a good look. I think that uh, it's going to be a really fun day of basketball. And again, we'd love to have you at DFS uh, Coach Talk uh, to join us. Check us. Uh, check out our website, DFSCoachTalk.com. If you have any questions, uh, tweet us at DFS Coach Talk. And if you haven't done it yet on the way out, quick thumbs up, uh, quick uh, subscribe button, and we'd really appreciate that. So that is it, my friends. Uh, Let's hammer this Sunday like nobody's business. Uh, I'm back tomorrow uh, with my partner in crime, Mr. Andrew Hanson. Uh, We'll see if he surprises us tonight with another uh, showdown slate. So if you're listening, Andrew, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be watching for you. And, uh, but we'll be back uh, on Monday, and then we'll have a full week, base, tons of baseball all week, uh, some good golf coming up uh, as well. So definitely join us. We'd love to have you, and uh, appreciate you spending this time with me. Hope you have time to listen to this prior to the game starting. And uh, we certainly will look for you again tomorrow as we look to crush it in NBA DFS.